is a podcast featuring active service members who discuss their thoughts and opinions on various issues surrounding military life, current events, and issues. The statements heard here are the opinions of its members and guests. These do not necessarily reflect the views of the Department of Defense and are not endorsed or sponsored in any way. Listener, your discretion is This session is brought to you by Aloha Puddin'. The only aloha you need is aloha pudding. Find them at alohapudding.com. That's aloha, P-U-D-D-I-N dot com. I Got Next, the app for athletes, helping athletes find pickup games in their area. Find them at igotnextshop.com. That's igotnextshop.com. <laughs> Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pit Talk, Pulling Pits and Opinions with your host, Gunny G, back from a week of leave. Good afternoon, everybody. I hope you're listening. For the ones that are listening, uh, follow, like, subscribe on all social media platforms to now include TikTok, which is whatever. That's a hard thing to unpeel, un, 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 un excuse me. And uh, yeah, follow, like, subscribe all, everywhere you get your podcast: Spotify, Apple, iHeart. Amazon, whatever it is that you listen to, follow us there, please. Let us know how we're doing. Send those feedback, send those comments, critique us. Let me know how I'm doing, and then uh, if you need some more, let me know. Message me, DM me, whatever you got to do. But ladies and gentlemen, we got a we got a good we got a special guest uh, by the name of Jackie Barnum. Uh, I follow her on social media. She is pushing out there, mentoring, and uh, she is. She's just doing it big on social media, and I wanted just to get her, uh, you know, piece on what we got to do. We want to be where she's at. I want them. I want all the meat and potatoes, and then we got a special guest. And uh, I hope, hopefully, you guys like it. If you don't, let me know either way. But I'm excited for this session. Jackie, can you say hello? Uh oh, spaghetti. Say, Jackie, oh. say hello. Hello. There it is. There it is. I apologize. Technical difficulties, ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry. It'll be edited. I promise. Jackie, say hello to the to the listeners for me, please. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for having me. It's so funny you said. If you don't like it, let me know. People will let you know if they don't like it. Um, that is the story of my life. Oh, nice. Um, we're gonna get right into it. I know that uh, you're busy, and uh, you got a you got a schedule to meet. You're. Uh, doing big things where where are you uh, where are you from are you married with kids uh go ahead and start there jackie so i'm originally from the bay area northern california born and raised in a little town called benicia um and went to the naval academy for college and i am currently in san diego um on mirror mars where i work and just living here in san diego with my dog not married no kids um and I mean, that's a whole nother thing is the whole, I'm trying, I mean, we can get into this if you even want to, but aside from my social media stuff is um, trying to push for, for a benefit for military members for fertility. Um, that's a whole nother thing. So currently have no kids, but have lots of knowledge and experience with fertility stuff. That's another, a whole nother topic. Oh, that's a good one. Cause you know, that's a very controversial topic because, well, not, that's not part of the session, but it's sidebar. They're uh, 
the things they pay for, the DOD, the things they pay for, I was thinking about doing a point paper in terms of fertility because they don't do enough. Because I know that, anyways, we'll talk We'll talk offline. That's a different topic. I'll send you my point paper. Yeah, yeah. please. That's Ooh. awesome. Sweet. I'm glad that you're doing that. Somebody somebody had to take the, take the helm, if so to speak, on that because that's a big deal. But um, how long have you served and in what capacities? Um, where you at? Obviously, what are you doing exactly what you're doing now and at what capacity are you serving? Do you plan on? doing 20, 30, whatever, whatever it is that you're doing. So I'm a logistics officer. I nice. commissioned in 2014. So I've been an officer for almost 10 years now. And I mean, I, every logistics officer you talk to, in my experience, like they've had a completely different experience. So I had, you know, I was in Okinawa for two years. Then I was in Pendleton for three years. Then I worked at a school for two years. Now I'm back in California um, so I've had some really, really cool opportunities. Obviously when you're in Okinawa, you get to travel a ton, whether that's for exercises or for your own travel. So literally going to places I never, ever would have imagined at, you know, as a 22 year old, pretty awesome. Um, and then the question of what, you know, am I going to stay in for 20 or not? I didn't think I would have been in this long. I never have been a hundred percent knowing I you know as soon as I commissioned I was like I don't know if this is what I want like I got to mm-hmm. give it a chance and literally I have just taken it every duty station at a time and I have been fortunate where I have just had really cool opportunities along the way and each kind of step has presented another cool opportunity so I am on the majors board right now I've applied for a billet um, that I'm like really it's my dream billet so we'll see if I get that or not um, but at this point, like, I still don't have decided if I'm hmm. staying in for the long run. Interesting. I was talking to, uh, a, a friend of mine that I know, uh, he was talking about, he's at 18 now and, uh, every duty station, same thing, every duty station, he's figuring out if he's going to stay in. And fortunately enough, it's good leadership, good people, uh, around him that he just stays in and it's. It's good because I wouldn't have met him. At, I wouldn't have met him thus far, but I pre- hopefully you stay in. It's, you, I mean, you're doing big things. It looks like you're doing big things, and I, and I like the the fact that you're doing the mentor thing. Uh, it's dope. How did you get? Uh, well, before we start jumping, let's go back and forth. Before we start, how uh, has your Marine Corps career benefited you in your life experiences? You know, in the short ten years that you've been in. Short 10 years. I feel like 10 <laughs> years is so long. Fair, <laughs> I fair. feel so old. Um, but definitely the one of the biggest things that jumps out is I used to be, my biggest fear was literally public speaking or just speaking a- a- ever um, in small groups, large groups. And the Marine Corps really like pushes you into getting comfortable with that. Um, they put you in situations where you have to have command presence and be able to communicate and articulate a thought to the lowest level to the highest level um so definitely that is a skill that you can take everywhere and anywhere my job itself is logistics is a pretty transferable skill so you know that is also something that i'm glad that i've acquired a lot of skills in the logistics world um and i had when i spoke i guess my biggest my most influential billet was when i worked at a school and that's kind of how all my social media stuff really got started. Um, but learning how to 
communicate and relate to that next generation because mm-hmm. they're those students were 17, 18, 19 year old kids and they're, you know, 10, 12 years younger than me. So I'm, you know, turning 31 in a few weeks and these kids are the TikTok generation. Like I also am not like super savvy on TikTok, but they're the ones, that's how they get information. So how can I communicate with them in a short amount of time and not lose their attention and, you know, talk to them like they're adults and, you know, so really navigating that and having that billet really, really helped me um, with the, with those skills. Yeah, that's, that's that's actually funny to talk about that. I was talking to uh, Alex last week, and he, he said the same thing. The but the best the best duty station that he has thus far is at the schoolhouse. It's on point. It's it same thing is like for me it was it was it was fun. Don't get me wrong, but uh, the the uh, the fact that the the transformation that you see right from civilian to recruit, and then obviously basically train marine to MCT. Or IT or ITB, and then going on to the schoolhouse for you, we all have a touch. You know, we can reach out and touch them in in terms of life, in terms of relationship, in terms of mental fitness, uh, physical fitness, right? Um, and it's it's good to hear that. You know, being at the schoolhouse, it's 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 fun. Uh, you see the you reap the rewards. You re- you reap or excuse me, you reap what you sow in terms of putting into the young marines. And I, I like to hear that, man. man I appreciate it, Jackie. Um, my next question for you is: Has the Marine Corps? Obviously, it sounds like it. Well, I just got to ask the question. The Marine Corps had. It sounds like the Marine Corps has better prepared you as an individual. Um, and moving forward, right? And you saying, you know, ten years. I'm short. Thirteen years been in, right? Does this help you in your future and business endeavors? And if you can, if so, can you elaborate on exactly if you're in any right now? And what can what can the young Marines uh, learn from you in terms of social media? So business ventures, I've always been kind of like a my wheels and my brain are always turning to the point where I can't turn them off. So I'm always trying to think of. I don't even think of them as like businesses, but I guess they turn into those maybe or become those. And I'm always trying to better myself and use like the Marine Corps has and the military does have so many awesome resources that are available to service members. And if we take the time to learn about them and take advantage of them and help others, like you can really set yourself up for success. So one, another completely side thing that I do that I don't even talk about on social media is real estate stuff. So in terms of business ventures, like I own three properties. I recently sold one, so I have two now and learning how to do Airbnbs and learning VA loans and refinancing and all that kind of stuff. Like the VA loan is what initially set me up for success on that. And there's so much you can do with that. So that's something that set me up for success. Um, My mentor program right now, which we can talk about more later, but that is turning into a business. I mean, I'm I'm not making any money off of it, but it's turning into something way bigger than I initially even thought. So right now I'm actually thinking through, okay, how can I turn this into a nonprofit? Like how can I continue? How can I scale this? How can I help as many people as possible? Um, And that's how I'm integrating. That's really how I'm integrating my social media for that. That's the direction my social media kind of ended up taking in the last year was this mentor program. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, those are a few things. So it sounds like it's all rooted 
I mean, maybe not rooted, but there's a common denominator, and it's the Marine Corps. So it sounds like two thumbs up. It sounds like yes. Definitely. I mean, oh, overall, for sure, everyone has <laughs> bad experiences, a bad day, a bad person. But overall, like the the good experiences, a hundred, like ninety nine percent, like outweigh the bad. Yeah, and I think that's what's kept me in. Like what you said earlier, it's the people that you meet, and of course, there's like going to be one bad apple that you work with who's toxic or demeaning or whatever. And those people I've learned are just louder than the than the good people. Mm-hmm. Like the good people are in your corner and support you, and there's more of them. So people tend to make decisions because of like one really bad experience. But like I try to tell Marines, don't let things you can't control make decisions for you. Like you're the only one that can make a decision for you. That's good. And as long as you feel like you still are, you know, have purpose and you're helping other people, then don't let anyone decide for you what your future is. That's good advice. If you're listening out there, don't let the exterior stressors define who you are and where you go as far in terms of the Marine Corps and any DOD service. That's good advice. Um, Jackie, I was talking to Alex last week and he mentioned not everybody should have social media, right? Do you agree? And should, should Marines be on social media? I don't necessarily like recommend social media or not recommend it, but I just feel like the fact of the matter is that 99% of them are on it Mm. and so they're going like this all day every day anyway so why not put something that's informational that's positive that's helpful that's uplifting in front of their eyes instead of something that's condescending or tearing people down or whatever you know like i just want like i know they're looking and i know that if my face is going to come in the algorithm and appear in front of them like I want them to either laugh or think about something or you know reflect on something so I mean I think it's a great communication tool and you can really get information out there to a lot of people in a very short amount of time Hmm. like it's pretty crazy to think I in one touch of a button can say something or do something and have it seen by a hundred thousand people within a day and there are people that are you know on a command board with pictures in a frame mm. in the hallways that doesn't have that sort of influence um so just for me am i using my voice for good or not and that's what i just always and for people that are using social media i challenge them to ask themselves the same are you using this tool for good or are you using it to like hide and use as a veil of anonymity, anonymity, mm. whatever, you know, mm, yeah. to be mean to others or a troll, you know, so it could go one of two ways. So Interesting. those are my thoughts on that. That's fair. Cause you know, this, it's an age of social media and so and internet and trying to, you know, unpeel that onion is, is difficult in itself. So it sounds like, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, people talk, people communicate through social media now, advice, you know, I have an electronic Rolodex in there, right? And if I have you have you stored, it's because you're important or it's because I need, you know, we benefit from each other, vice versa, right? And it sounds like this era is so is a social media or that's how they communicate. Do you agree? Oh, yeah, it's definitely, there's such a generational gap. And 
I even think that it goes, the gap is even seen, and I've been noticing this lately too, where the gap can also be seen in just like text messages. Hmm. Like if you think about our like senior enlisted leaders, our senior officers, when you see them texting each other even, they they are almost near text and naval letter format, you know? <laughs> and it's fair. It's like even texting is like the get of something across quickly. I don't need a proper greeting of the day. I don't need you to say very respectfully and sign your name in a text message. <laughs> but you, I mean, I was taken aback because even the unit I work in now, people are, it's, it's a group level, so I'm around much you know, I'm like one of the lowest ranking people where I work and I've had to recalibrate myself because when I was working with students before, it's all about that quick text, quick communication, just get the information across and back. And now I've gotten actually feedback saying like, Hey, you need to be more professional in your communication. And I was like, I didn't, I was so shocked. And I was like, wait, is it literally because I'm not saying good morning, whoever, whoever in a text. And that really was it. And I think that translates into social media where just the older generation that didn't have that growing up. Like the, our kids, like these junior Marines grew up with cell phones in their hands when they were five years old. Our senior list, like that just isn't the same. So um, definitely long way of saying to, you know, respond to you with this. It's the new era. Uh, yes. And it's very interesting. And I've been feeling the, the pain kind of recently. But I've had to recalibrate myself now. Yeah, that's true. Uh, to be honest, to be honest, Jackie, I do the same thing. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Sergeant Major. Good morning, this. Good morning, that. And maybe it's a little, it's a little old school. I mean, but I I respect it. You know, either way, right? Because again, the way I was raised is, you know, respect your elders. And more more than more than often, I am messaging elders right in the Marine Corps, so to speak, in terms of rank. So it just kind of goes hand in hand. But uh, in terms of social media, right? making mentor connections. How did that come about and how did it get so big? So I had a few videos. So my account in general grew really in the last two years. Um, when I was working at the school that I worked at, it was the Naval Academy Prep School, which is basically a prep year for the Naval Academy. And it was COVID and my students couldn't leave base for a whole year. Hmm. They had no sport. They had all their classes were virtual. So I was the only adult, if you will, that saw them every day. I was literally delivering their food and taking their temperature and all that because the military staff were the only people that could come to work. So my social media really started when, you know, TikTok trending dances were kind of becoming a thing. And my students were like, laughing at them and that's all they were doing and they showed me and it became like a bonding activity for us and so we started making videos together and I literally specifically remember my students being like ma'am you should make a reel and I was like what is that I don't even know what that is and so we from making videos with my students of course some of those went viral and I got a lot of followers from that so then as I was getting more followers I started getting questions from people like, hey, ma'am, what was your experience at officer candidate school like? Well, I didn't go to OCS. I went to the Naval Academy. So I didn't have that experience. Mm. But I thought in my brain, I was like, hmm, 
I didn't, I don't have that experience, but I'm sure that someone that follows me has done that. So I posted randomly like, Hey, this person is looking to talk to someone about OCS. Um, if you can help, let me know. Boom, 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 boom. Tons of responses. And then I did it again the next week. I was like, Oh, this person's asking about like someone in the Navy, another branch asking about some program. Same thing. Posted that. And I was like, this is interesting. Like I'm getting a lot of responses from people that want to help other people that they don't even know. And we'll never meet. Yeah. So I said, okay, send me requests. And then once a week, I'm going to post all the requests and that's on Mondays. And then you can respond. And that was a year ago when I started doing that more officially. And I have recorded every single response, every single mentor. And right now I think I have almost 800 mentors that have responded to requests. Um, and so I basically just am going blind, looking in my Instagram messages, like typing <sighs> in people's emails. And then what I do is I then email the person that requested the mentors. And I'm like, Hey, these people want to talk to you. They've responded to your request. And now it's on you as the person wanting help to reach out to the mentors on your, on your own. I just am the kind of, that's why I say making mentor connections. Cause I'm just the middle person that facilitates the mentee connecting them to the mentor. That's, that's really how it started with people just asking questions. And I was like, certainly I can find someone to help. And that's how it's grown. So you're saying you have the biggest networking p social media platform in terms of military growing right now. So I have, I have not been able to find another organization that exists that is for current serving active duty or reservists, but currently serving to, to um, achieve career goals like in the military. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Veterati, but they're an organization that really helps transitioning service members that are looking for jobs and they do great mentor work for people that are looking for the next step. There's tons of mentoring um, organizations that do that kind of work that are helping. Hey, I know you're getting out. Like, we'll help you get a job. Like, we'll help you, whatever, whatever next is for you. But there is nothing that exists for current service members that, hey, I am enlisted and I want a commission. You know someone who's done step. I am interested in the Coast Guard. Can you, like, literally either helping future service members or people that are currently serving achieve the next goal? Um, that doesn't exist. And I've literally had messages from people that are, have said, Hey, my OIC, my officer in charge, has told me to contact you and find a mentor. <laughs> and so that alone should show you that we, that is a gap that exists. Yeah. Because if, I mean, I'm sure in your experience too, for young Marines, uh, you're ass assigned a mentor, maybe not necessarily one that you want, but because something in black and white has said so. And this is good because... Uh, to be honest, right, we're all looking for some type of growth, progression, career progression. And when I came across the page, I'm like, this is wild. I didn't know that you could do this. And, uh, you know, I forgot the button for the applaud. But if I would have known that, I'd press I don't want to go the want, want, want. But anyways, I apologize. I digress. Squirrel, uh, you're doing it's, it's a big it's a big deal. Because I, when I look at your page, you got Marine Corps, you got Air Force, you got Army, Navy, Medical, Coast Guard. Uh, I haven't ventured into the USNA. I don't know. I didn't click on that. But And when you click on it, it's just 
It's over. It's like over 20, 30 every single time. And how do you manage? How do you manage the time? How do you manage the social media space? And being at the group level, being, you know, trying to get on a major board, trying to get promoted. How does that all affect you as a person? And explain that piece. So it's all on my own time. And what I do is I I try to have some sort of schedule where I'm not constantly just like refreshing, refreshing. And right then and there responding and facilitating, I will post all the posts on Monday. I will give it like a week or so. And then I will sit down while I'm watching some reality show or just kind of doing something mindless. And I will just filter. You can on Instagram filter your messages by unread and I will just one by one for probably now it takes like a good three hours where <laughs> I am just knocking out go yeah it's so it's, I mean but in a whole week you know it's okay and I don't mind it but um yeah it's pretty much I do the post and then I'll sit for one big chunk of time and knock them all out and then just do that every week so I pretty much don't really checked my DMs very I don't I have all notifications turned off for Instagram as you could imagine I have to um so I pretty much put boundaries on myself and I'm not constantly looking at it. and that I think helps my mental health and my mental state where I just am like this Instagram is a tool to help it's not something that needs to be peeing me and bothering me all day all night um and I, I don't let it do that that's that's good advice because uh, uh, me um, look at uh, I, I, I not envy you, but uh, I applaud you for doing the social media thing. And for me, getting into it this year, I was like, man, this is rough. And then you, if you don't turn it off, it's just ping and ping and ping and ping. And it gets annoying. But so, yeah, I take that into my toolbox and just do not disturb it until the Monday that I do it or the Thursday that I do it. And that's it. Um, making mentors. Mm-hmm. Have you thought about... Uh, trademarking it or making it an LLC or, you know, in terms of business, have you ever thought about that? So that's all kind of in the works right now is that I am just drowning in requests. I think all those ones in my highlights are unmet requests. And right now I have about a hundred that are unmet. And right now I'm getting help from somebody who's helping me kind of turn this into a website um, where everything is still is done for you. And basically instead of me having to like type on my little, on my Instagram and my messages, it's on a computer where I can just kind of verify people quickly and have it be way more efficient and hope. I mean, ultimately with the goal of helping more people, because right now my output is about 15 mentors a week that I'm providing people. Um, so if I could double that, triple that, which by clicking a button instead of me having to type everything, um, that's a, the ultimate goal. So that is in the works right now. Very, you know, in its infancy, but mm. yes, that is definitely the goal, and that's happening right now. Ah, sweet! I can't wait. I'll I'll donate. And just a well a disclaimer on that in terms of it being a business, like right now. This is a service that I provide for service members for free. And it will always, always be that. Like, I will never, ever ask a service member for to pay for a mentor. So that's why the direction I'm going is a, a nonprofit. Because it is my time, and I eventually want to grow it and have maybe 
an employee, someone help me with it or whatever. And so that's kind of my thought process right now is I will never be like, Oh, $5 a month to subscribe to and whatever. No, never. Like this will never be something that I ask service members to pay for. So that's my current thought process. Sweet. That, well, that's, that's, I mean, not saying that I don't want you to be successful or anything, but it, uh, it, it starts off that way. And uh, hopefully, you know, knock on wood, it, it, it ends up being successful, which it sounds like it already is. And for young and li- young service members, right. Cause we can, we can say Marine Corps cause we're more uh, Marines, we're Marines, but I think this is a general across the board. What advice can you give service members that pursue the social media influence on active duty? Well, first and foremost, know the rules, know the policies, know the UCMJ, know, and don't, and by knowing that doesn't necessarily mean what other people tell you, because a lot of people will insert their opinions, what they perceive as the rules, but it is in black and white what you can and cannot do. So number one, if you're going to post in uniform at all, know the rules, Um, because there is definitely a right and wrong way to do it that can get you in trouble so protect yourself and ask people who have already been in this space because that's the thing that i like i'm one of the i feel like i'm one of like you know the kind of first people to go on this path and i had no one to ask so i did have to learn kind of the hard way how what the rules are and Mm. you know i have this light kind of shown on me all the time where I literally can right now, I know general so-and-so, different generals that follow me all the way down to retired old people who are really unhappy with with what I do. So I know the rules. So fortunately, there are people that now have been in the space that want to help. So number one, know the rules and get help from the right people. Um, I would also give advice that you cannot possibly make everyone happy and you don't have to. If there is a specific audience or you have a certain message and something that you feel strongly about in the military that you want to talk about, or if you want to influence with some something, just know like there is an audience that will listen and that will follow you and support. And there's some people that don't like it and the people that don't like it, then just remind yourself that you're not, you're not there to impress them or you're not there. That's your job isn't to make everyone happy. Um, and it's not personal, honestly. Like, if I get a negative comment, like, it has nothing to do with Jackie as a person. Like, it's just, if it's not me they're making that comment on, it's going to be someone else. Huh. And so it's taken me a few years to become desensitized and not feel, I, I used to get, I used to, like, cry when people would tell me horrible things. Someone has told me that I should die. People have said horrible things, and it would make me so upset. And now, it just, I don't give that my energy. Because instead of being like, I'm going to respond, I'm going to clap back. Sometimes I can't avoid it, and I do. But I try really hard just to either block it and then instead spend that time refining my message or making content that a young woman interested in the military would want to see. Um, So protect your time and your energy and don't let people kind of infiltrate it. Blocking people is you you don't owe anyone anything, really, you know. So those are my two biggest things, I would say, my two biggest pieces of advice. That's good because, again, nobody, just like you, I'm like, I had to do some research before I do something that records me for a lifetime, right? So definitely, uh, definitely know your left and right lateral limits, right? 
service members know what that means. Um, good advice, Jackie. I appreciate it. Uh, that actually goes into my next question. I mean, everybody faces challenges, um, to include me, to include you, but just to generalize it, right? You are, you are a female in the Marine Corps, which the, the, the demographics is, you know, very small. What do you, uh, how does this space, this social media space help you better, uh, introduce Marine Corps to women and women to the Marine Corps? So I think just being real, honestly, and being like, hey, not everything is always great, but as long as we have each other's backs and empower each other, honestly, it's pretty disappointing sometimes when women, we can be our own worst enemy. We complain about men being mean to us, but we're really hard on our own. We like, it could be bad. And this mentality of there can only be one, you know, when there's two females and one has to be better than the other. Why not both just lift each other up, you know? So starting with kind of squashing those old mentalities and saying, hey, when you do better, like I do better. I want you to succeed because then I'm succeeding. I want to lift you up, you know, because we lift each other up. Yes, like. I'm an officer and this is a female gunnery sergeant, but she is my sister. I have signed up to die for her and she will die for me. Like have just saying those kinds of things over and over eventually will change people's minds. Um, just cause there's so many years of, you know, just negativity that exists and having and changing people's mindsets takes a long time. And it's not, you gotta say it, but you gotta be about it. Um, so yeah, I, I, it's hard, but I think social media is definitely a really good tool to show, hey, we're being about it. Like, these are my sisters. This is an organization that we're proud to be part of. We wear this uniform because we've earned it. Um, and just trying to stay true to that. That's good. That's good. I, I, that's good advice. I won't say anything else. That speaks volumes. Um, how does now, you know, Marine Corps officer, social media space, um, women that are interested, uh, can give them some insight in terms of, hey, you know, this is what you can expect. This is how you can, you know, combat this, combat that, or take this and put it in your toolbox. What can they expect moving into, you know, any DOD branch, right? I think it's generalized. The demographics are small for women everywhere, right? And I understand, I'm sure you understand too, not everybody wants to go, pew, 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 right? So I get it. Uh, but g- give them some advice in terms of women interested in service members or interested in the military, excuse me. Um, one of the pieces of advice that I always would give my students who are just in the beginnings of their career um, is there's always going to be something that's hard. But you want to give people like the fewest amount of reasons to doubt you and to doubt your capabilities so whether that be physical fitness being a big one we have the answers to the test for physical fitness we know we have to run we know we got to do pull-ups we know blah 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 so practice those things that we know that we're going to have to do and perform because people are watching that and unfortunately or fortunately that's the first thing that you get judged on physical fitness and appearance so you can control that so don't let people you know, doubt you. And for that, number two, whether that's your skills and your job. So 
So know your job really thoroughly or, you know, constantly try to get feedback to improve yourself. Don't give people a reason to question your, question your competence. Um, and then like for uh, the school I taught at, you know, like grades and doing like doing as well as you can, because at the end, like inevitably you're going to struggle at something and there are people that want to help, but you just got to be as prepared in all those areas as you can. Um, so that's pretty much it's the don't give people reasons to doubt you. That's good. That's good. Cause again, you are, you are, that speaks volumes. Cause I, I mean, I, I will touch it, it is it even for us, right. As males, it is something they look at physical fitness and appearance right off the bat. Um, whether they judge you good or judge you bad, for it, I mean, who cares, honestly, right? What what are you doing to affect your sphere of influence, right? I was talking, this is, this is full circle, this is great. Uh, Alex last week mentioned your sphere of influence, right? What can you do in your small circle? Junior Marines have this circle, and then for us, right, more senior enlisted and officer, we have a different, a, a, a more dynamic circle. We got we to gotta figure out us, we got to figure out, hey, what are we in control of? And that, that goes pretty well with you. Is like, look, you can control physical, you physical fitness. You can control what you look like. And then after that, everything's pretty smooth because, to be honest, the Marine Corps dumbed down everything we do. I'm not saying the Marine Corps is dumb. I'm saying its, it's processes are foolproof, right? Anybody can do it. And so that's why it's very successful. Um, so thank you for that. Uh, if you're listening, man, just ladies and gentlemen, just control what you can control and move it along. There's no reason to take four or five steps back because somebody doesn't like the way you look. Who cares? Control what you look like. If you don't like the way you look, make change, right? Because it starts with you. Um, is On to my next question, right? Is the Marine Corps moving in the right direction? Or, you know, we can always do more, but is it moving in the right direction in terms of diversity and, equ- and equity in terms of women in the service? So obviously my opinions are my own and don't reflect that of the military and the Marine Corps and the DOD. Mm -hmm. I definitely think they're moving in the right direction. Um, I, I don't work up in the like policy branch that of the Marine Corps. Um, so I don't see things, you know, the day to day, what they're working on, but I have had conversations with them and have brought issues up and they've called me or I've written point papers and sent them up and they've been like, you know, perceived and so they're definitely listening um third major ruiz is um sorry i wasn't supposed to name drop people want me to keep going keep going you're fine you're fine (laughs) it's like really it's really not it's a nice thing oh it is i'll bleep it out if you want me to we'll talk later after a door about it go ahead i'll just say the current third major (laughs) marine corps is he gets it like he gets it he is using social media to communicate. Like he is setting such a great example mm. and pushing the ball forward. And I am so excited to see where things are going. And because yes, yeah, like policies are one thing, but shifting people's actual mindsets is so hard. It's yeah. going back to be like, okay, we're going to, we're going to be about it now. Like we've been talking and talking, talking about using social media as a tool. And now it's like actually happening. And our very, very most senior enlisted leader and the whole organization is being about it so it's just really exciting to see that and it trickles down um i literally have dm'd him his account and gotten a response you know like that is someone that's really like 
putting their money where their mouth is and saying, I'm listening. And hmm. they, they really are. Nice. That's awesome. It's, especially when, uh, when he has such a sphere of, his sphere of influence is huge. Um, uh, it's good to see that they're using the social media space in, in, for the force of good to educate young Marines and service members. Um, that, that's awesome. And to be honest, Hey, proud Hispanic, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's awesome. Hispanics are major major Marine Corps that, that speaks volumes that every, no matter what background you come from, it, uh, it takes hard work to get where you're at. And, it sounds like he put in the work to get where he's at. So it, it definitely lights the sparks of fire under my butt. Right. And so I'm sure other Hispanics, like if he can do it, we all can do it. We don't got an excuse. Uh, so I do appreciate that. So I, again, I, I agree too. I agree. The Marine Corps is moving in the right direction. It, it, I think the Marine Corps moves slow. Again, this is my opinion, but it's always the last of the Mohicans to implement policy. They want to see what everybody else is doing, how it works, and that's smart. That's a good. That's a good play. They got a good poker face, and I appreciate that. Um, obviously, people will disagree with you or agree with you, depending on what you say. I get it. You get it. We understand, but I think we're mature adults. Um, how does that affect you as a as an individual? Or how did how did it affect you? And can you can you speak on toxic leadership and how did you combat it in the short ten years ten years that you've been in the Marine Corps? <sighs> I know we've all had toxic leaders. Um, I think what has helped me the most is patience and documenting and staying being true to my own self and my own leadership style and almost just, just keep going and ignore, pretend like they don't even exist because if you let toxic leaders and again, like boundaries, if you let them infiltrate your space and affect your energy, then you're going to be unhappy and you're not going to be as an effective leader. So you almost have to operate as if that toxic leader doesn't, there's just like a force field that they can't even touch you Hmm. or affect you because otherwise you're going to be completely upset. And that's going to ultimately at the end of the day, affect the Marines that you're leading. So if you have a Marine or a leader that's bad above you, then you almost have to just be like, okay, you exist, but you're a potted plant to me. Like I'm just going to have to do my, my own thing without you because clearly I can't depend on you. I can't get mentorship from you. I can't mm. all these different things and just kind of compartmentalize it and just keep going. And your Marines, like everyone, the good thing about toxic leaders is that everyone sees them. Like everyone notices it. And whoever that person is, their, their reputation usually like precedes them and everyone knows who that person is. And you don't have to do anything. Like don't say anything bad about them. Like don't, fall into that trap. Don't stoop to their level because everyone else already sees it. So you just have to keep being persistent, you know, know when your heart was right and keep performing because you can't control them. And ultimately like they aren't really going to affect your career. So just let them kind of continue to drown on their own usually. Mm. And ultimately when you're patient, they'll go away. You know, they will, and things always come back around karma always gets those people in the end and if you know that you've done the right thing um then kind of with a clear conscience 
then that's how I've always dealt with it. That's good. That's good. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, if you're tuning in, uh, everybody experiences the key term, you know, the toxic leader or just a toxic person in general, right? Um, everybody experiences and you know, Jackie, I appreciate you giving advice to everybody as individuals, not as just young service members, old service members, whatever the case may be, but just for people in general, like you don't feed the fire. You fire with fire creates a bigger fire. Come on now. Um, in terms of, you know, obviously it's very cut and dry. I think, I think, uh, you know, I, I always revert to my last week's session, but Alex, it, you know, people just don't roll out of bed, want to be toxic. It just, things that happen to them make them who they are and we can't fault them for that but we can definitely hold accountable how how would you hold somebody accountable in your in your current path career path someone that is below me or above me <laughs> go go full circle <laughs> um i really am a huge like documenting person where I will give somebody so many chances. It's like that rope analogy, you know, you give them so much rope and they can either like hang themselves mm. or whatever the other thing, is, other options. Right. <laughs> I don't know what the other option is, but I will like give like, this is the task. Like, this is what I need from you on this date and time. And literally, like, respond to that email again with another reminder. This is your second reminder. Okay, this is your third, you know. And so having that paper trail, because you can't hold people accountable, unfortunately, unless you have, like, evidence to actually be like, I have talked to you and counseled you on this date and time, and you still haven't, you know. So, and the same thing goes with people that are above me. I have definitely had issues with people teleworking or basically not coming to work. And I have had to write down the date and time and all these things that they were doing and not doing and putting on me as the person that worked for them. And ultimately I had to present that to their boss, but I couldn't just walk in and bust through the door to their boss and just complain because I had nothing to show for it. You know, so documentation is really your best friend. And if you want results on something or someone, um, cause sometimes in a good way, if you hold someone accountable right away with documentation, they'll get their act together. A lot of times that is already scary enough that one thing in, uh, with making them sign something is already scary and they will get their act together. But sometimes people just won't and they'll keep, you know, not doing what you want. And then ultimately that shows that pattern, which then you can present and take further action. But Things on paper really have a lot of power. Yeah, that's good. Accountability is important. I think uh, full circle, up and down, up and down the flagpole. It's uh, it's it's very important because even even myself, I need a good butt chewing one. You know, every once in a while, so I need to straighten out. Even for you know, if I'm at family back at home, family at home, but I come in, but like I expect something. Whoa, at ease, devil dog, right? Uh, you're doing this when you come home, blah, blah, blah. Or at work, at ease, devil dog, right? I get it. Um, so, yeah, definitely full circle. It, it, it definitely holding accountable. Uh, you need something to complain about. And, and then being, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say also being upfront, like with if you don't do this thing, then this thing will happen. And that helps with just like the consistency piece. Because um, that's a, a feedback that I've heard a lot about people like, well, 
that person, nothing happened to them, but this is happening to me, hmm. you know? So right off the bat, like, this is my expectation of everybody. And if you don't complete this task by this time, or if you don't meet whatever standard, then these, this is the consequence. And then being, it's important for people to see that you then <laughs> are true to your word. Yeah. Um, so consistency with accountability is huge. Absolutely. Thank, thank you for that too. Consistency. Leadership is inconvenient. Being consistent, it's so inconvenient. I, and I'll speak uh, from my experience too. It's, it's hard, very hard to display an image, right? And consistently display that image for 365 days or three months at a time. It's rough. It's definitely rough on the mind, rough on the body, rough on family, uh, rough as a person. So I appreciate that. Uh, ladies, if you're not listening, if you're just turning in, tuning in, excuse me, we got Jackie Barnum from... Uh, in the Cali area, San Diego area, right? You said, yeah. Uh, sweet, sweet Cali, the greatest, the beautiful, beautiful city of Cali, San Diego, Miramar, uh, SoCal. I got my friend Randall's out there, retired out there. He's just, he's loving life, getting a tan, three hundred sixty-five days a year. That's great. I pre- yeah, I'm a little jealous. I'm in Washington right now. Degrees today. <laughs> yeah, I'm in Washington. I mean, it's it's nice in Washington right now, but you know, me pale. Uh, it definitely reflects the the weather outside. There's it's gloomy every single day now. So uh, I mean, I'm a little jealous for the sun. I need some vitamin D every once in a while. Um, thank you again. Thank you, Jackie, for being on. I appreciate you taking the time. Your busy schedule uh, for giving us some insight in terms of social media, uh, insight in terms of leadership uh, stressors and, and things that we can do and tools in our toolbox. I appreciate you very much. Um, you, you're you, now. I have another tool in my toolbox. Uh, in terms of Jackie Barnum and making mentoring connections, I appreciate that because I do uh, plan on reaching out to you and trying to make a mentor here uh, in, wherever my career path takes me. Um, but one last question for you before we, uh, we you know, we we end, we we don't end, but it, until until later on. But um, in the grand scheme of things, Jackie, you have Marine Corps. You have, you know, your your side hustle, so to speak. Um, as a person, how has that affected your time? And how do you see yourself in terms – I see, you know, you have your boundaries in terms of social media, but at the very beginning, how did that affect your time and person uh, trying to, you know, the sphere of influence to expand? I feel like ever since I – started doing this and doing trying to balance the social media stuff the even like being on podcasts like i this is the first podcast that i've done in a long in six months maybe because that was a boundary i was like i just don't have time for that um and i was literally i think this the whole year and before i feel like every single week i was like oh man like I was, I'm so busy this whole week. Like, can't wait for like, maybe next week will be better. Like maybe I'll have more time next week. And then now I'm just like, I think this is just what my life is now. (laughs) And I just have less time to, you know, to do, but it's like to do what, like what else would I be doing? Like, that's the question I ask because I'm still, you know, I still am making time for myself to work out, to meal prep, to talk to my parents, to like, so my, cup is being filled and so I'm just like complaining about not having time to do nothing you know mm. so um now I'm 
trying to shift my mindset to being like, oh my gosh, like last week I got so many things done. Like I, you know, and try to put a positive spin like, oh, next this week I get to help 15 more people and I get to schedule this podcast and I get, you know, so just changing my mindset on that. Um, Cause I found myself literally every single week saying the same, waking up and saying the same thing. Like, oh, I can't wait for this day to be over. So I have so much, but it's like, I did it to myself. So I can't yeah. blame anyone. It's, that's true. I'm, I'm should be thankful for this opportunity that I have. Um, so that's what I try to think of now. Changing the culture, and 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 I appreciate you. It starts. It's everything starts with us uh, in terms of what we're trying to change, and you're doing you're doing it way way better than anybody that I know. You're doing, and I would say, you know, the rule of a hundred says. Uh, 20 minutes at a time every single day you'll be better than 95 percent of people um you're just doing the ordinary extraordinary and i appreciate that you're definitely connecting people with other people and that's that's what you know the service is about it's that's what just anybody's about right we're people and we want to always connect with something or someone and i appreciate the service that you're providing service members right now and hopefully you know knock on wood it expands to you know maybe you have different opportunities than just the Marine Corps. Uh, so we're hoping that for you, Jackie. Again, thank you for the time. Uh, where can they, uh, obviously, share your social media handles? Where can they reach you? Uh, where can they DM you at? What's the what's the best way to communicate with Jackie Barnum? The best way to communicate with me, uh, my Instagram is Jackie, J-A-C-K-I, E-E dot Barnum, B-A-R-N-U-M. If you just shoot me a message, that's really how I communicate. My email is also listed in my profile, so if you ever want to shoot me an email. Um, but DMing, honestly, is the easiest way. And then um, right now, if you click on a DM, it'll give you options. And you can say, like, I want a mentor, and it'll it will like automatically. That is one thing that I've streamlined is the requesting is you say, I want a mentor, and then you click a Google Form link, and at least auto-populates the request nice. into a Google Form. So um, I'm not that, you know, advanced technologically, but at <laughs> least that gave me time to collect the people that want mentors. Yeah. So if you want a mentor, um, go check that out in my messages. Ladies and gentlemen, the Jackie Barnum, the Jackie Barnum experience. The exclusive is on Pit Talk, Pulling Pits and Opinions. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you don't follow, like, or subscribe, follow, like, and subscribe. If you don't, you don't. If you do, you do. Don't No skin off my back. Uh, I'm sure no skin off Jackie's back. Um, but there's some good information. You provided some good insight. Uh, this is Pit Talk Pulling Pits and Opinions. Ladies and gentlemen, we out. This session is brought to you by Rally Point Pro Shops, simplified online fundraising for America's warrior class. Find them at rallypointproshop.com. That's rallypointproshop.com. Shaka Bones, Honolulu, Hawaii. Tropic vibes and sketchy rides. Supporting and promoting Hawaii's motorcycle culture. Find them on shakabones.com. That's shakabones.com. Shooters, you are now in your prep time. Your prep time has ended. With the magazine of 15 rounds, make it condition one weapon. Is the line ready? The line is ready. Shooters, fire five rounds in a time limit of 60 seconds. Stand by. Contact.
Talk is a podcast featuring active service members to discuss their thoughts and opinions on various issues around military life, current events, and history. The statements heard here are the opinions of its members and guests. These do not necessarily reflect the views of the Department of Defense and are not endorsed or sponsored in any way. Listener, you are discretion advice.